0: Coach Pete here from Ascension on this Whiteboard Wednesday when I talk about the Fitness Fatigue Model also known as the Two-Factor Model. Now this training model was developed by Bannister in the 1980s. It's slightly more contemporary than what we've seen with General Adaptation Syndrome going back to the 1930s. This model really is just a different look at the same problem which is how does the body respond to training and how do we get positive adaptations occur. What Bannister proposes is training is a stimulus and the stimulus has a response as we've seen with General Adaptation Syndrome, as well as the supercompensation Model. The difference in this model is we see two after-effects. There is a positive after-effect of a training stimulus, and that's an improvement or a development of fitness. There's also a negative after-effect from a training stimulus, and this is known as fatigue. Effectively, your performance is the difference between these two variables. So your performance, what you can do on an actual day at a given time, is what your current fitness is, minus your current fatigue. Now we see the shape of the curve for performance looks pretty similar to the uh, General Adaptation Syndrome curve, sort of similar to the supercompensation curve. So we'll see our performance being the difference between the fitness and fatigue, will actually decline initially, return to baseline, then peak above the baseline before returning to normal, following that similar S-shaped curve. In reality, it's a simplification as well. So we're not seeing just fitness as a single entity improve, we're seeing multiple aspects of fitness improve. So a stimulus will have multiple positive effects and same same with fatigue. Different parts of the body will experience different types of fatigue and different amounts of fatigue. So we consider that curve sort of as an average overall. And we'll also see the improvements in fitness occur and decay at different rates as well as fatigue being incurred and decay at different rates. This model though, provides a bit more insight on what we're trying to do with a program. It's not simply give a stimulus and rinse and repeat. We're trying to manipulate now two key variables being fitness and fatigue. And what we generally find is fatigue is required to actually elicit positive adaptations. So we actually want an amount of fatigue. On competition day, on testing day, we actually don't. We wanna minimize how much fatigue we have, aiming for none. Good example of this, We've got a client, Mark, competing in weightlifting. So with Mark's competing, what we're trying to do is reduce fatigue. And we're trying to minimize it and pretty much have no fatigue on his competition day for the weightlifting meet. And we want his performance and elevated fitness pretty much to be as close together as possible. The way we do this is through manipulating uh, two key training variables, as mentioned, being volume and load. And generally your program will start off with greater volume, lower intensity, And as we get closer and closer to competition, volume will drop and intensity will increase. We'll Also factor in a few other things such as active recovery, doing deloads in order to actually keep fitness at a higher level and drop fatigue to pretty much zero. So some key takeaways. Firstly, performance is the difference between fitness and fatigue. If our fitness exceeds our fatigue at a given time, we'll see an elevated performance. If our fatigue exceeds our fitness, we'll see a reduced or a declined performance. And having an elevated performance doesn't necessarily mean you've increased your fitness, you may simply just reduce or minimise fatigue overall. This is really important to minimise the fatigue but maintain our fitness when it comes to our competition phase or testing for our strength or whatever other fitness quality we're looking at. The second big takeaway is how we utilize this in programming and that's through the manipulation of intensity and volume and also the inclusion of things such as a peak or a taper for a competition or deloads the objectives of these generally are similar that's effectively to maintain our current level of fitness we want to reduce our fatigue and therefore improve performance and the last key takeaway to remember is Fatigue itself is key to eliciting adaptations. If we have no fatigue, the body's not going to respond like we talked about with General Adaptation Syndrome or supercompensation. We actually need to incur some fatigue to promote the body to grow or to develop as we need.